shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. We travel to see what's around the bend and what we're capable of. And now Capital One's new class of travel card can keep up with you. Introducing Venture X from Capital One. With 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy. Venture X, for those always asking, where next? Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. And we're going to do the weekend review and the preview for WWE. Now, we have to start not with last night, meaning Sunday, but the Sunday before. We have to start at Elimination Chamber and go forward. Because two new champions were crowned at Sunday's Elimination Chamber. And I don't want you to forget about it. Because I actually tuned into Raw and forgot that Matt Riddle had won the United States Championship by pinning John Morrison in the Triple Threat match. Uh, it was easily kind of forgettable. I really haven't gotten involved in the Riddle-Lashley feud, and it hasn't pulled me or sucked me in, so I just kind of forgot. Um, I know that they left him really strong by having him be out of the ring when Riddle pinned John Morrison. This allowed him to get involved with Drew McIntyre. And, of course, Drew McIntyre beat five other WWE champions inside of the Elimination Chamber. But, buddy, when you saw that chamber going up as fast as it was going up, you knew something was going down. And Lashley came in and speared him and then issued a beatdown as The Miz came in, cashed in his briefcase, and won the WWE Championship, basically setting Twitter on fire. Um, Reddit was also pretty much on fire. Um, people couldn't believe it happened, were throwing fits. Um, the Miz girl that actually cried 10 years ago was happy this time. But everyone else was crying. Then we find out the next night on Monday Night Raw that Miz and Bobby Lashley had kind of brokered a deal with some help from MVP, of course, that if Lashley took out Drew McIntyre, then he would get his opportunity for the championship 
from The Miz. And of course, he wanted it on Monday Night Raw. Miz wasn't real sure of it. Well, The Miz got his out. Just like The Miz always does. He kind of weasels through because Braun Strowman came out and saved him because when his music hit and he got in the ring, he said, oh, I need to be first, not Bobby Lashley. You didn't put me in the elimination chamber, so I get first dibs. Of course, Shane McMahon was like, um, no. Tonight's main event will be Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman. And I'll tell you what, Braun, if you beat Bobby Lashley, then you get to be in a triple threat match next Monday night, which is tonight, with Bobby Lashley and The Miz. However... We don't have to worry about that, so we're not even going into it. Because Lashley destroyed Braun, including kicking out of Braun's running pyre slam. You'll hear me talk about that more as you continue listening to the episodes. It drives me crazy that that's his finisher when he's so big and strong. I just, ugh, can't believe it. My question, though, as I was watching Raw, I had all these questions just going wild in my head. Where was Drew McIntyre? And why didn't he come out? What seemed to be the major malfunction there? Why did we not have Drew McIntyre coming out, demanding a rematch, why did we not have him taking out somebody backstage? I mean, yes, they made Lashley seem like a monster. But at times in the last year, so has Drew McIntyre. So, why not have him come out? Every internet site I read last week said... Drew McIntyre was backstage. He was dressed. He was ready to go. However, Creative just didn't need him to get to the main event, which was Bobby Lashley versus Braun. They didn't ever need him. And I kept thinking, well, why wasn't Sheamus yelling either about him or about the championship? Because Sheamus turned on his friend of 15 to 20 years to get a title shot. So he should have been marching out there just like Braun instead of taking on Jeff Hardy. Also, he did ruin a friendship of 15 to 20 years. So why wasn't he yelling about getting Drew McIntyre in a singles match sometime soon? I just didn't understand that whole thing. And, guys, can we make retribution go away yet? I mean, 
really, how many times does Xavier Woods have to face some variation of retribution? Yes, I know that they tease that they might break up, that they might all turn on Mustafa Ali. And I know that most of you out there listening to this podcast will jump up and down and celebrate. And that's great and all, but I just want them off my TV. Can they go to main event? I don't usually watch that. And if I do, I fast forward through half of it. So can he, can they, including Ali, can they not just go there? And I want to know how many of you, on first viewing, and you got to be honest, how many of you out there that are hearing my voice actually saw Shayna Baszler kick Asuka's tooth clean out of her mouth live? Don't lie. Do not lie. Because I knew she had kicked her, and I knew it was a nasty kick. There was probably... Three seconds there, especially after Shayna immediately dropped down to her knees, I thought, I think she knocked her out. And I'm not too sure she didn't. But because it looked like Shayna had to almost pick her up and get her going. And then Charlotte, I think, really did knock her out. But guys, if you watch that in slow mo, or you put it in Google, someone will have clipped it for you. Shayna Baszler actually kicked Asuka's tooth out of her mouth. Now, there's two different stories that, one, it broke and went flying out, and the other was that she kicked part of the root also out. I don't care which story is true because I saw the video of her tooth going flying out of her mouth. And Asuka grabs her her mouth, immediately goes over, tags Charlotte. And then you see Asuka holding her mouth and not standing on the ring at all. She's standing behind the steps. It had to have hurt. I mean, oh, I can't even imagine it. I I really feel sorry for her. But I'm being serious. If you think you saw it live, then there's a link in the show notes that you can click and leave me a voicemail message and tell me that you actually saw it. And you better be convincing. Or you can write me at prowrestlingot at gmail.com or tweet me, my DMs are open, at Overtime Pro. Now, the one thing that I did mark out really bad about was the first promo that they showed that Rhea Ripley is debuting soon on Raw. Now, I didn't think that she would come to Raw. I really, really didn't. They already have their resident badass, which is Shayna Baszler. 
So I thought they would send Rhea over to SmackDown to beat up on all the little girls over there. And you know who I'm talking about. They've got the Riot Squad, uh, Bailey, Carmella, Sasha. She would have excellent matches with them. You've got Natty over there, and then you've got tall, strong Tamina, who, you know, under the right circumstances, might give her a run for her money. Then we had Samoa Joe talk to Sportskeeda this week, talking about how his career is not over. He is not just a commentator. He is waiting to be medically cleared. For those of you who don't remember, he was making a commercial. And on the commercial, not in a match, in the commercial that they were filming, what he did was he got powerbombed, I believe, through a table. And he hit the back of his head and got a concussion. He hasn't been medically cleared since. It's been almost a year. And that's because he can't pass the baseline testing. Which to me, after a year, is really scary. There's no timetable for his return. Now, he really does want to come back. He wants to finish on his own terms. And you know what? I don't blame him. I don't blame him a bit. But, if you can't pass the test, you can't pass the test. If you guys have never taken a computerized um, concussion test, there, I believe it's three, three or four online that you can take. They have you take a baseline, and then after you ha- get a concussion, you take the same exact test. It's randomized in a different order, obviously, but they see how you score compared to what your baseline is. And if it's way, way off, then they know you're not getting any better. And that's what I mean. It's very scary that after a year, he's not getting any better. Because I really want to see Samoa Joe come back. Now, we're going to take a short break. Let me get a drink. And I'll be right back. See, I told you guys, I would be back. This is Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. And let's talk about the preview. Let's talk about this week and what is going to be happening and everything that's going to be going on. First of all, last week, the new Performance Center class showed up to get their pictures taken. However, starting today, on Monday, they're going to be reporting to the Performance Center to actually start class. It's the largest class to date that they've had at the Performance Center, and it includes several well-known wrestlers. If you have followed uh, Impact Wrestling, because a lot of them have been on there Or two, you followed a lot of independent wrestling. Now, of course, you've got Tyra Valkyrie, who was Impact World 
wrestling champion, but she was also a Lucha Libra triple A women's world champion. She has been wrestling for about 10 years now, and WWE really likes to strip you down and remake you in WWE mode. She's also John Morrison's wife. Um, Blake Christian, who has been a rising star on the independent circuit. You may have saw him, um, in independent, or excuse me, in Impact Wrestling, or I believe he was in New Japan Strong also. Uh, Priscilla Kelly, she's now going by Gigi Dolan. She is Darby Allen's ex-wife. She actually was on AEW Dark. And she has been making waves on the independent scene since about 2019. She is the wrestler that was famous for doing the wrestling match in the bar where she supposedly, allegedly took out the fake tampon and shoved it in the girl's mouth. That's Priscilla Kelly. Elena Black And Lacey Ryan are both two independent rising stars that everybody has been looking forward to signing. WWE also signed Rick Steiner's son. And then they think maybe the dark horse of the group, which I don't know how you're a dark horse when you look a lot like Brock Lesnar. And... You're a 22-year-old University of Central Florida football player. Uh, Parker Boudreau was actually signed. Now, they're getting started. We'll see different ones of them pop in to probably NXT. I look for Tyra Valkyrie to make her presence known probably a month to two months from now in NXT. And if they go traveling starting this fall, like Vince McMahon wants to, I look for her to join John Morrison, her husband, on the road. So I look for her to be on, on the main roster probably by fall. If they don't travel, then they may live here in NXT a little longer, depending on what she's doing and how she's doing. Now, tonight's Raw, what they are showing or expecting is, obviously, the Miz versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Honestly, I... And I promise I'm going to shoot straight with you and give you guys my opinions and my thoughts on the matter. I don't see the belt changing hands. I know a lot of people think automatically Bobby Lashley is going to destroy The Miz. He might. I doubt it. I think there's going to be some shenanigans in play. It wouldn't surprise me if Drew McIntyre or Sheamus or both pop up in this match. This is probably the match, Miz versus Bobby Lashley, that we're actually going to see at Fastlane. Of course, the second thing that's got to happen on Raw is Drew McIntyre returns. And he's going to be out for revenge. Now, who's he going to go after, though? Bobby Lashley or Miz? 
Or is he going to go after both? And then the one thing that always has me constantly rocking and reeling that I can't predict is Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss. What is going to happen with them? What is Randy Orton's status? Did they take him to the hospital? We haven't had any updates on him. Alexa Bliss is always one step ahead of the Viper. And that shocks me. Because usually it's the Viper who's ahead. So does he call out Alexa Bliss? Does he try to hurt her? Because I think if he does, then some form of the Fiend comes back to save her. But I think it's a little too early. So I think we play cat and mouse for another couple weeks until Fastlane. We'll have to wait and see. Now on March 3rd, which is this coming Wednesday, we're getting Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the Tag Team Championships. Boy, I would like to see Raquel and Dakota win. I just don't think it's going to happen. I actually would really like to see Shayna Baszler scare the crap out of Dakota Kai again. And Raquel to be like, yeah, I can't partner with you anymore. Um, I think that would be hilarious. And then, this is a guess on my part, but I'm going to say we're going to get Xyli versus Caden Carter. Since Xyli took on uh, Casey Catanzaro last week, uh, possibility that she may have broken her leg. I don't think she really did. If you were paying attention on that same Mazak leg, Casey already had a knee brace. I think she already had an injury that may require some short-term surgery, something minor. And I think that they're writing that into storyline so that she can go ahead, have it, get it over with, do her rehab in the time it would take a broken leg to heal. We'll have to wait and see, though. Now, this coming Friday night, on Friday night, SmackDown, March 5th. Boy, did they leave Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns in limbo. I mean, double count out? Are you serious? Um, I think Daniel Bryan has to go back after Roman Reigns, doesn't he? Isn't that the rumored uh, main event of Fastlane is Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. So somehow they got to get him there. However, what I'm afraid of, and I'm shaking in my boots, um, is that we're going to get a tag team match. We're going to get Edge and Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. I don't want to see that. I want to see Jey Uso, Daniel Bryan... Uh, trying to beat the snot out of each other, and Roman coming out there interfering with Edge getting him again. Seth versus Cesaro, could that be a match at Fastlane or even WrestleMania? I don't know. I kind of liked Cesaro standing up to him. I kind of liked that Cesaro wasn't buying the embrace the vision 
thing, and I look for Seth to try to make him now. Here's the one I really want to happen. Will someone tweet, call, Facebook, Instagram, I don't really care, but will someone out there please do something to get Carmela's attention so that she can come and get Reginald or Reggie or if you just want to call him her employee, I don't really care, but she needs to come get him. He's overstepping the line. I know Vince McMahon loves him. He's a circus performer, and he can do all kinds of neat things. But he's really getting on my nerves. Because he doesn't need to be there. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair can stand on their own. And for that matter, so can Carmella. I never understood why they stuck him with Carmella. Why not stick him with Tamina, someone who can't talk real well, do her promos, you know, um, just, she gets nervous. She said that before, is that she gets nervous and scared and forgets stuff. Have Reginald be her manager or her champagne person. But someone, get a hold of Carmella, tell her to come get him. And then the only thing that we have already for next week is Io Shirai versus Tony Storm for the NXT Women's Championship. Guys, I'm calling it now. I'm calling my shot. Tony Storm beats Io here and now on March 10th. Write it down. Now, for those of you who keep up, with the pay-per-views, write these dates down. Fastlane, March 21st. Don't forget, WrestleMania 37 is about 40 days away. And it's April 10th and April 11th. It's coming up soon, guys. Um, so, that's all I have for the Week in Review and then the preview for this week. If you guys have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, make sure you tweet me at Overtime Pro or you guys write me at Pro Wrestling Overtime or OT, excuse me, at gmail.com. Or, like I said, there's a link in the show notes. Leave me a voicemail about what you want to talk about or uh, any questions that you guys have. And I will be talking to you guys soon. And I'll see you down the road. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more. <gasps> Ooh. 
Bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay.